0: Well, today we're going to talk again about the Mediterranean, something I've always enjoyed and I've grown up next to, and I'm happy to share a few more words on today, as I stumbled on an article that talks about why it's the saltiest sea. It was found in the Greek Reporter, and it was issued on March 4th, authored by Patricia Klaus, and it's called Why the Mediterranean is One of the Saltiest Seas in the World. The Mediterranean Sea is one of the most storied and lovely bodies of water anywhere in the world, and it's also one of the saltiest. Almost completely enclosed by land, the wine-dark sea of Homer has played a central role in the history of Western civilization. Geological evidence tells us that approximately 5.9 million years ago, The Mediterranean was cut off from the Atlantic and was partly or completely desiccated over a period of 600,000 years during what is called the Mycenaean Salinity Crisis, before being refilled by the Zanclean Flood about 5.3 million years ago. Travelers who have never been to the Mediterranean may not realize how very different its waters are from the great oceans of the world. As anyone who has been there can attest, there is a great degree of buoyancy to its waters, since its density is greater than most ocean waters due to its high salt content. Its unique, almost landlocked location has led to its status as one of the saltiest seas on the globe, making it rank 21st in bodies of water with the most salinity globally, with mostly landlocked lakes above it. And is getting more so by the day according to recent research. Most seawater has about 35 grams, that's 7 teaspoons, of salt in every 1,000 grams, about a liter or a quart of water. This doesn't sound like much at all, but it would take almost two shipping containers full of salt to make an Olympic-sized swimming pool as salty as the average sea. And not only is the Mediterranean saltier than most, it is showing no signs of reversing that trend anytime soon. While the salinity of the ocean varies from place to place, especially at the surface, most ocean water has a salinity between 34 parts per thousand and 36 parts per thousand. The difference between 34 and 36 in salinity doesn't sound like very much, but it's enough to cause a difference in density. Even slightly denser seawater sinks below less dense water. The Mediterranean Sea, however, has very high salinity. 38, compared to 34 and 36, right? it is almost closed from the Atlantic Ocean, and there is three times more evaporation than there is rain or fresh water flowing into from rivers. Additionally, because of the high temperatures in the Mediterranean region, evaporation in the Mediterranean Sea occurs much more rapidly than in other bodies of water, leaving more salt behind as fresh water molecules rise from it and enter the atmosphere. The warm, dense, salty water of the Mediterranean is replaced by the much less salty Atlantic water that flows in through the Strait of Gibraltar. Water that enters the Mediterranean from the Atlantic usually remains in the sea for anywhere from 80 to 100 years before returning to the Atlantic Ocean, according to researchers. The Mediterranean loses three times more fresh water from evaporation than it takes from its mainly tributaries even including gigantic rivers such as the Nile and the somewhat smaller Po, Rhone, Ebrus, Tiber, Sehan, Sehan, Adige, Neretva, and Drinbojana rivers. In fact, it would dry up entirely, as it did more than once in times long past, if it weren't for the amount of water it takes it through the Strait of Gibraltar. Scientists have discovered that the salt and sediments at the bottom of the Mediterranean Sea prove that on several occasions over the course of history, the Mediterranean Sea has indeed dried up, leaving a large layer of salt behind it. At that time, the Strait of Gibraltar itself closed up, stopping any water from flowing back and forth between the Atlantic Ocean and the Mediterranean. During what researchers call the Messinian Salinity Crisis, a geological event occurring from 5.96 to 5.33 million years ago during the Miocene Epoch, the Mediterranean Sea went into a cycle of partial or nearly complete desiccation. This enabled the migration of mammals, including camels, into Europe. The basin then filled up again with water from the Atlantic during what is called the Zanclean Flood. As can be seen from the NASA satellite image above, the Mediterranean is still clearly among the saltiest bodies of water anywhere on the planet. The data depicted shows average salinity from May 27th to June 2nd, 2012 in a range from 30 to 40 grams per kilogram, with 35 grams being the average. Lower values are represented in purples and blues. Higher values are shown in shades of orange and red. Sorry, I can't show that image to you here. Black areas occur when no data was available, either due to the orbit of the satellite or because the ocean was covered by ice, which Aquarius cannot see through, Aquarius being the satellite. NASA created an animation of how salinity patterns changed week by week in all the major bodies of water on the Earth, including the Mediterranean, over the year 2012. As oceanographers have known for many years, but now can see, the Atlantic Ocean is saltier than the Pacific and Indian Oceans. Rivers such as the Amazon carry tremendous amounts of fresh runoff from land and spread plumes far into the sea. And in the tropics, particularly near the Pacific Intertropical Convergence Zone, extra rainfall makes equatorial waters somewhat fresher. Near most coastlines and inline seas in the map, waters appear as much fresher or saltier than in the open ocean locations. Notice the Red Sea and the Mediterranean are remarkable for their much saltier waters. In Spain, oceanographic stations were visited four times over the course of 2010 in order to monitor the temperature. Salinity and biochemical properties of the Mediterranean, the Western Mediterranean, is indeed heating up and becoming saltier, according to their research. That's my part of the Mediterranean. Every year, They found the temperature of the deep layer of the western Mediterranean increases by 0.036 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 0.02 Celsius, and its saltiness increases by 0.01 units of salinity, they found. They say that the change is consistent with the expected effects of global warming. These changes may sound minor, but they have been building up at a faster pace since the 1990s, according to the study detailed in the April first 2010 edition of the journal of geophysical geophysical research the results show a consistent trend but to confirm this accelerating trend we need to monitor it over the years to come said study author manuel vargas Yañez of the spanish institute of oceanography oceanography, oceanography you know, you think i'd get it anyway sorry stumbling on The researchers analyzed the temperature and salt levels of the three layers of the Mediterranean Sea. The upper layer, from the surface to 656 feet, or 200 meters deep, with the water that enters from the Atlantic. The middle layer, which is 200 to 600 meters deep, with the water from the eastern Mediterranean that enters the western basin via the Strait of Sicily. And the deep layer, which is under 600 meters and deeper, with water from the western Mediterranean. These layers, especially the deep one, uh, take up a huge volume and raising its temperature each year by one thousandth of a degree requires an enormous amount of heat, Vargas explained. The team has also observed an, incre- an increase in the salt level and the temperature of the middle layer of the sea. This has not been clearly observed in the upper layer, but it can be deduced from the heating of the deep water and from studies done by other teams and our current research projects, An increase in ocean salinity suggests an increase in the net evaporation of the water. The difference between evaporation and precipitation and other flows into the sea, when the amount of evaporated water leaving the sea is greater than the amount of water entering it, that means overall less water in part of the sea, which contains the same amount of salt. So, more salt, less water, same salt, less water, right. Okay, this is how the sea becomes saltier over time. Oceanographer Ruth Curry of Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution in Massachusetts adds that a greater evaporation rate can be due to a warmer ocean, but the other factors can come into play as well, such as humidity and temperature of the atmosphere. In addition, the Mediterranean is an enclosed area, so certain land use issues such as damming rivers could change how much fresh water is flowing into the ocean and diluting the salt water. Scientists are indeed seeing a change in the evaporation precipitation patterns of the ocean, which is consistent with what's expected under greenhouse gas-driven warming, Curry told Live Science. The top layer of all of Earth's oceans has warmed significantly over the past decades, according to another study detailed in the May 20, 2010 issue of the journal Nature. From 1993 to 2008, the top 2,000 The top 700 meters of the world's oceans warmed of 0.64 watts per square meter. That's quite a bit. Um, That's equal to adding the energy from 100 million atomic bombs to the ocean each year during the 16th period, according to John Lyman of the University of Hawaii. All right. I hope you enjoyed this article. As you can see, all topics connect in so many ways. And measuring saltiness is actually one. And that's why you're going to be hearing about the measure of salinity also when it comes to a lot of the new science that's out there. It is related to climate. It is related to the oceans. And with that, it is related to everything that the oceans do and share with humans, whether we're in fisheries, from the ecosystems, for other forms. It's all a very large conversation. I hope this one brings more topics to your awareness, and it probably instigates some curiosity. And please go have a look at the article. It's in thegreekreporter.com, and its title is Why the Mediterranean is One of the Saltiest Seas in the World. I hope you enjoyed the read, some of the butchering, and some of the comments. I look forward to share more articles and more topics in the next recordings. Thank you for listening.